on the radio. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. I'm joined by Dr. Aaron Chapa. Dr. Aaron Chapa, how are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I tell you what, man, the weather is just, if it doesn't make people just feel amazing this morning. I uh, got up, me and the dogs went up for a nice little uh, morning stroll through the neighborhood. You could just see they were so happy. The air was blowing through their uh, fur and I was just like, yes, you know. I, mean, I don't know if you get out early in the mornings at all, but my goodness. I love fall better than summer to get up in the mornings. It just feels different. Yeah, it does. You know? It, 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 especially when you know there's just going to be tip it, some, a cooler morning. Like, it's significantly cooler. I mean, it can still get hot in the afternoon here in Texas, but, I mean, just it's, it's interesting how weather plays such a part in how we feel. Right. It does. It, it You know, we, no rain lately. It's been nice and sunny. Yesterday, the wind was not that bad. It was It's just a nice fall day. It's fall in Texas. Uh, fall in Texas. It's really a special thing. And, you know, you, if you blink too many times, you will miss it. So definitely take advantage uh, because we are full swing in that uh, blink moment So because it, it will come and it will go. You know, I, I probably look a little tanner. I don't know. These cameras don't really do justice. I definitely would have gone with tanner today. No. No? I feel tanner. Maybe in your forearm. Okay, your forearm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I have this really awesome, like, farmer's Woo! tan. Yeah. You, and I, I, okay, I'll I've, give you that. Okay, you can see now that. Now I can see the Okay, difference. yeah. Oh, yeah, you can oh, see yeah. that on the camera, too. Oh, what's that under your armpit, dude? Oh, don't, don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Uh, so what I was going to say was it's interesting, too, because I'm, I've been out in the sun a little bit more. They let me out of my dungeon. I'm not editing video. I'm actually out shooting football practices. I'm probably outside every day now in the sun, and I feel good. Like, oh, I, I, yeah. when, when you get tanner, when you get more sun, you, got, you start to feel better. Oh, and, and there's a reason for that, which we'll talk to in just a moment, you know, when it comes to some of the nutritional deficiencies that our body expresses. But what you're basically figured out is one of your deficiencies is a vitamin D deficiency. When they have you locked in your cave doing <laughs> all of your excess working and, and editing and nighttime you know, ritualing, the, 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 the vitamin D levels get low, and vitamin D has been associated with things like depression and uh, just low mood and, and just not feeling robust like you want to get up and get going. But, man, being in that sunshine, even in the winter, even in the fall, when the sun supposedly is farther away and we're not getting as much of it, um, man, it still is a big, big value and uh, impact. I've always wondered, you know, in Alaska, there are some communities that they go six months without sunlight, mm -hmm. six months with only sunlight. Yeah. I don't know if I could live like that. I, I don't know. Me neither. There's no way. There's no way, uh, you know, to one extreme to the other like that. I mean, I think that's where the, you know, terminology snow, uh, snow uh, bird birding comes from, where people will, you know, travel to uh, different places to stay in, you know, more tropical type sunny climates um but mm. they'll but they'll leverage things like you know heavy sunshine most people feel better in the sunlight you know <laughs> when the sun is uh, i mean think about it i mean yeah. circadian rhythm says when the sun is up you're more alert more alive more vibrant when you when you sit in the morning sun the morning sun is some of the best sun you can get and um and and it's just a, a phenomenal you know place to just feel oh, 
the the hand of God, man. I mean, the 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 breath, the warmth, the the presence, the the touch, and and it's just a uh, great thing uh, to be a part of, and to be in the darkness. I mean, you know, it's night night time, or kind of, oh wow, like my I don't see as well, and it I can, and when you're in those long hours, like in uh, places like Alaska, and they can can do that. Uh, yeah, they they have higher rates. Um, Oregon, uh, Seattle, Alaska, higher rates of depression uh, because they see less and less and less sun certain times of the year. And uh, I mean, so that's a that's a definite major, major uh, issue for for people. You know, when I was little, speaking of snowboarding, I always thought that when you got older, because I, I grew up in Nebraska. So in, in the winter, it can get really, really cold and there's a lot of wind and it can be really bad. But all of the elderly people in our community would go to Arizona. So as a young kid, I just thought that that was the thing that you did when you got older. You just went to Arizona for the winter. And yeah. my, my grandparents, I always ask my grandparents, hey, how come you guys don't join the rest of the community going down there? They always go, oh, it's because we want to be close to you guys. We love you guys so much that we couldn't imagine spending time apart from you. Well, I mean, it, all, all, I mean oh, that should make you feel special. I know, right? And cozy inside. But I, I realized as I got older, like, that wasn't the case. Not every elderly person moved to Arizona for the winter. It was just that that mentality as a young kid. Yeah, but I, I have pa- patients that talk to me about doing stuff like that. They have, you know, houses in Colorado in the summer. They leave here. Uh, because it's so hot, and they'll go to Colorado where it's cooler. Wow! And uh, I mean, so I mean, it can go in the opposite direction too, where you can, you know, escape the heat a bit. And uh, you know, right now, uh, I, I'm planted. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm rooted right where I am, and praise God, I will bloom right where I'm rooted and planted. There are little times when I do miss fall, like actually having a fall, because I, I, you know, I grew up in Nebraska. We have fall there. We have definitely have fall in Vermont. Uh, so, like, I, I, I definitely miss those kind of things, but I love being here in Texas because of the weather. It's it's nice year-round. What, what did you – I mean, what was a fall like in Vermont? Uh, well, first of all, the foliage. If you ever get a chance, go to Vermont in the fall because the, the everything just turns, like, burnt orange. It's really kind of cool to see. So we, we would go up hiking into the mountains and just look out, and all you see – is just this color of orange for wow. for miles and miles and miles. So like, in terms of like the most beautiful thing that you could ever see with your naked eye, like seeing the fall foliage in Vermont, doesn't. There's nothing that compares to it. Really. Um, and it, it would be cold. It would get colder. So you would wear jeans and and sweatshirts and, uh, it it just it felt, felt del- harvesty. Yes, it felt harvesty. Yeah, I, I and and I don't even know what that really means, but it <laughs> seems right. You know, if it seems like that's the picture you painted, and uh, you know, but again, weather can change. I used to have this sign up in my office. You know, don't blame your health issues on the weather, because I really don't mm. want people to do wow. that. But at the end of the day, you know, the weather does play a part, and so I've had to kind of retract that a bit because you you <laughs> should be able to handle the changes you should be able to have you heard people where it's like oh it's gonna storm tonight i can feel it in my knees oh yeah (laughs) we call those the human barometers yes i just think it's funny and uh and 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 that is interesting but barometric pressures make change and you got to remember we 
um, in some respects, are a closed system, meaning we are a big plumbing system. So absolutely, barometric pressure can uh, a shift and the body can feel it, especially if it's close to what we call symptom land threshold. Okay, so I'll try to paint this picture for our listeners. And um, um, by the way, I don't even know if I really said good morning to everybody. <laughs> no, we just got on this topic. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. Good morning. Good morning. We're so glad that you guys are tuned in as uh, Kurt and I are over here just like, you know, uh, dreaming about foliage in <laughs> Vermont and burnt orange colorage. And um, I'm excited that we get to be a part of your morning uh, and that you are a part of our morning. Like this is a really special treat for him and I and uh, to just spend time together on the Living Well Show and, and share uh, you know, life, you know, and every week we get on the show and we share topics from living well because we believe in education around like how you can live better, be better, that you can stay better. You know, that you don't have to just accept this idea of aging uh, as your um, as your destiny in a negative way. I mean, too, many, too often people blame uh, neg- um, the aging as a bad thing because they know they're going to feel bad. They're going to have the joint pains. And so you know, that being said, um, if I can paint this picture for you, if you were to just draw like a, a thermometer, you know, right. you know, vertical a line, and at the top of it, you know, there is going to be a, uh, a horizontal intersection. And if you go past that horizontal intersection, you're, we're going to call that symptom land. And on that other, in symptom land, you're going to find uh, issues that um, you might not like, like joint pain whenever the weather changes and and what happens in that respect is like you have all these burdens that your body is causing you to rise up that scale closer and closer to symptom land and then the weather is that straw that broke the camel's back so to speak that pushed you over that threshold and if you go over that threshold and you have symptom patterns that you were not genetically born with um, that could be a runny snotty nose that could be, um, you know, skin rashes. That could be hives when you get go out in the heat or take a hot shower. That could be, um, you know, problems, you know, falling asleep or staying asleep. Or that could be uh, heart palpitations. Uh, that could be high cholesterol. Even I mean, there's so many symptom patterns that our body pushes off as a as a means of per- protecting itself. And um, and some of these, like cholesterol, for example, as a symptom pattern, um, we we. Uh, we look at it as a bad thing, a bad, you know, where when I got in my car this morning to the point of our conversation of the weather, the weather pushed my car tires into a space that it wasn't happy. Mm. And it would gave me the check engine light that my tires were low. And interestingly, when I go out this morning after the show, odds are my tires will be <laughs> fine again, you know, because it'll have warmed up 10 degrees and and uh, and and. The system will have balanced itself out, uh, and that is a how our bodies should perform. Like, yes, it had a check engine light, but it regulated itself, and then it calmed down, and the check engine light went away within an hour or two. Um, so I was telling a patient yesterday, and this is one of the things that I'm, we're going to talk about today, is nutritional deficiencies. I've, I'm still getting people that are asking questions uh, uh, you know, to continue on with what we've been discussing yeah. around the idea that nutritional deficiencies are, um, that they, they like to know that their body's talking to them. You know, I told a story last week about whenever I was in um, my first years of practice, I went to this 
seminar called Reading the Signs. Mm. And, and it was a whole weekend talking about all the body's cues and tales that it gives off in order to let you know, let me know, as a you know pro health provider, um, a health professional, that you have a deficiency in a particular area, and so we. If I was sitting with this patient yesterday, and you know I was probably about you know fifteen people into the day, and it was actually four o'clock in the afternoon, and normally, I'm. I don't have a dip uh, per se, but yesterday I had a little bit of an afternoon dive, but it was odd because normally if a person gets an afternoon dive. 90% of the time, it's between 1 and 3. That's a, an, a, uh, an adrenal glitch. And so this happened at 4. I was like, that's weird. You know, I, mean, I looked at the clock, and I was like, it's 4 o'clock. And I'm literally I'm dialoguing with this patient. And I said, hey, give me one second. You know, because as she was telling me her story, and she's telling me all these symptoms that she was having. She literally just rattled off like five or six symptoms. Um, it could have been, you know, a little bit of uh, low thing. Energy wasn't as high as she would like it to be. It's better than it has been, she says, but it wasn't as, you know, per, as where she wanted it. Well, that's how I felt in that very moment. Uh, she said mental clarity, eh, you know, pretty good, but could be better. And, right. and, and, and I was like, hmm, that's kind of how I'm feeling right this second. And she, I, I realized in, when she asked me, Oh, when she was telling me the, you know, the, uh, the symptoms, I just go, wait a second, Aaron, listen to yourself. Like you're resonating with all her symptom patterns. You are, your body is crying out for a nutrient deficient uh, support system. Like I need to do something in order to support where the body's breaking down at the moment. So something in my system said, hey, you know, don't just sit there and accept those symptoms as um, the way the day is going to play out i mean heck i still had three hours to go you know i mean have you ever gotten to you know midpoint in day or mid-afternoon and realized oh my gosh how am i going to get to the five o'clock six o'clock seven o'clock hour has that ever happened every day well see <clears throat> i mean and even and, and you're a young man yeah and no every day i'm like ah. but here's the here's for me i get a reboost at like eight o'clock like eight o'clock at night I'm I'm recharged somehow. There, I haven't a, done anything. There's a symptom that that is a, actually a symptom pattern uh, for that. That is an adrenal fatigue sign. Hmm. That means the adrenal glands are giving you an, a second wind, whenever they should be shutting down. They're confused. I like it though because then I I can I can edit into the night. I know you. Like I know it. I, I like, know it. like it. <laughs> I like that I, where it's like when you're a workaholic <laughs> and and uh, but the Sorry. reality is is your I know body. that's not good, but I like it. <laughs> well, no, and and heck. I'm, I'd be honestly in the same way. I would. Who wouldn't want endless, boundless, you know, energies day in and through the night, mm -hmm. and not have to take that, you know, six-hour siesta, that seven-hour, eight-hour siesta. I get my twelve-hour siesta like Saturday. Like that's when I catch back up. Oh yeah, it catches me. Well, up they later. have proven too that you, that is actually an impossible feat. Uh, your catch-up abilities with sleep, unfortunately, will never catch up. Uh, you and, and it's a, it's another deficiency, right? Really? And Golly, and uh, look at all these deficiencies. I know. I have. And, and so these are things that we we look at in order to help people see, you know, that their body is indeed breaking down. Now, at twenty, how old are you? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. I'm 34. Yeah, okay. So you're <clears throat> 34 and uh, and so you're still a young dude. 
and you've got you know gusto. <laughs> I had to wipe off the the screen and be like, yeah, no, I don't look twenty seven. Uh, uh, it's thirty four. Let me get the yeah, smudge uh, off. There, there it is. <laughs> now, now it came back. I see the uh, hairline. Um, and so at the end of the day, um, let's talk about deficiencies because again, I've had a lot of people interested in how and what the body is crying out to say. And you know, so first and foremost, you know, do you have you know gums that are bleeding? We call it you know the the red toothbrush syndrome. Um, do you bruise easily? Um, do you find that you have have you been diagnosed with some sort of cardiovascular incident or cardiovascular issue like arteriosclerosis, or, uh, weak arteries? I'm just intrigued by the the gums bleeding because I've always heard that just because you you know you you haven't brushed flossed or brushed or brushed too hard uh, I've never heard it being because there's a deficiency someplace else th- that's exactly so yes of course I mean just like falling and scraping your leg on the ground you could totally have a uh, injury so you could traumatize your gums wow. and uh, and irritate them but if you find that regularly you have bleeding gums, if you regularly have swollen gums, uh, if you find your teeth ache and hurt and the gums, um, those are very big indicators compounded by if you bruise easily. Like if you say to yourself, I don't actually know what I did to get that bruise. That's a sign that you're, I mean, because typically if you have a bruise on your arm, it's because you boom, bang traumatized it you know and you go oh yeah i totally was messing around in the garage yesterday and da 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 you know and i mean i got one right here a little scrape it didn't bruise but it's a scrape my son goes what was it oh yeah i remember that pokey thing poked me when i was pulling out some harvesty stuff out of the attic yesterday you know <laughs> and and it even bled for like a little bit and i was like oh man um that that so again if you've been diagnosed with a cardiovascular incident if you bruise easily and and the pink toothbrush syndrome is you you have a vitamin c deficiency uh, it's a mild form of scurvy uh, scurvy in the olden days was something that the limey the, the Arr. already mates this the that's people on the of. waters that's right and limey syndrome and so what they would have is limes citrus on the ships uh, so that they could you know suck some of the vitamin c out of the uh citrus in order to balance out their issue uh, their issue in their body that the the issue around vitamin C that I find so fascinating because we live in a culture today where people are dosing heavy, heavy, heavy loaded doses of vitamin C in the form of ascorbic acid. Ascorbic acid is a, the molecular compound that FDA has said is legal ascorbic acid. They But what you don't know is that ascorbic acid could be a coal tar derivative from the street. That stuff that they're putting into the cracks in the street, that t- coal tar, uh, that hot, molting yuckiness that you know they used to put tar in feather people, uh, has a molecular component of vitamin C in it. And, and they can use com- that, that molecular structure and put it in vitamins that you might be taking, and your body can tell the difference between coal tar and vegetables. And that's one of the things that we want to encourage people to do is simply like which foods can we eat more of um, that, you know, can help get our vitamin C levels up. Now, we have to realize that, you know, any of these deficiencies that we're discussing and talking about could be uh, an issue of quality. Uh, It could be an issue of 
Is it organic or not organic? Was it locally raised or not locally raised? If it, you know, is the soil that you're buying your uh, farm crop from healthy and rich with nutrients, or is it something that hasn't been taken well care of, and or they're using synthetic fertilizers in order to grow these crops? So the that's one area where deficiency comes in because we know, according to Bernard Jensen and um, my friend Mark Anderson, um, who wrote the Empty Harvest. It's a book. It's a great book. Uh, first 47 pages tells it all. The cover says it all. This beautiful array of gorgeous produce on the cover. I mean, the most exquisite that you can imagine. He did a great job putting time, it. money, and effort into this picture, right? <clears throat> right. And then all of a sudden, he black and whites it. And 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 and, and I, for when I picked the book up, I was like, I don't. Why would he? Why would he do that? That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But his point was, and you learn this in the first 47 pages, is that the soil is so devoid, like it has no nutrients in it comparatively to 100 years ago, uh, that the equivalent of a cup of spinach uh, 100 years ago to a cup of spinach today would be 65 cups today is equivalent to one cup a hundred years ago, and that's because of the nutritional deficiencies in the soil. Hmm. So the and that makes sense. The produce can only give you what was in the ground in the first place. Right. So that's one area of deficiency. The other area of deficiency where we get you could have the best quality food, and now all of a sudden you're not digesting well. Uh oh. Remember, my friend, Bob Marshall, up in Austin, God rest his soul, he said that you know if there's something that you take care of in a human, in a person, while they're aging, it is take care of their digestion, take care of their stomach, take care of their small intestines absorption rate. Why? Because if they can't break it down, they can't right. absorb it. If they can't absorb it, they can't use it. And mm. your body digests food in the stomach, well, mouth and then into the stomach, and, and then it absorbs that nutrients into the small intestine. And then your body assimilates what it can use, and it gets rid of, excretes, what it can't use. And, it, and, and that's how digestion should work. So one of the things that affects people's digestion system is stress, S-T-R-E-S-S. -S. Oh, what a terrible thing. <laughs> and, and most people today are what? Stressed. 100%. I mean, the average person that comes in, I can ask them, hey, zero to 10, ask yourself this right now as I'm asking this question you know, to the audience, if you will, is if you have a zero to 10 scale, where's your stress? Where's your stress? And if your stress, where's your stress, Kurt? Let's see. Maybe you can answer. And maybe poll the audience. Is there any questions out there? Is there any comments, uh, people saying anything? Just hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. So far. Okay. So, so how, far. How is, but I would like to hear. Throw their numbers out there into the stress bucket. Zero to ten. Ten's the worst you can imagine. Zero is no uh, stress at all. And there's no judgment here. But let's just play the game for a second. Yeah. So for me, it depends. It changes. So I may be, I may be a ten on a Friday night when we're doing Friday night football, or I may be like right now. I'm like a a one. Maybe a two. Well, I mean, remember, zero. I don't have any stress right now. Yeah, because you're with me. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I just that's have that it. effect. That's you know, it. Just to calm it's 100% people. it. Yeah, of course <laughs> it is. Um, or, so, the the idea is, is uh, and 
whenever you say that, that remember that book I told you about a few weeks back, you know, why zebras don't get ulcers. Mm. Remember that story? I do remember that. And and actually. so the, it's you have a momentary rise in stress in order to perform at your best and to do what you need to do in order to, you know, make your occupation work for you. And though and the football is very fast paced, cameraing a a football right. or sporting event is a very, you know, uh, focused events you got you got to have be on your a game right i'm on the radio right now um and 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 so the i need to be on my a game right now now i don't really have a lot of stress because i'm comfortable with the material but man if i was in front of a board meeting or if i was in you know front of um you know a group of people and they're drilling me with questions i didn't know answers to I, at some point i might get a little bit sweaty armpits you know what I mean? I might get a little bit uh, agitated or restless or my blood pressure might rise. I mean, these are those signs and symptoms. So right now I'm not necessarily under stress, but I would say that I'm still hovering right now around a five because I'm, I'm performing, right? I'm, I'm in the game. But what – do we got any numbers? Anybody? Not Anybody? yet. Not yet. I'm right, checking. So, I so, pinned the, pin the comment. So if you, oh, cool. if you got it here – you're watching we want to hear what's your number of stress yeah right zero now. to ten so um and so if a person is a seven eight nine or a ten on a zero to ten scale their digestive system is altered they're mm. not performing or digesting at the level they need to be and we always tell patients that you need to intervene when you're a seven eight nine or a ten because you can't run there day in and day out because a lot of times people will come in at an average seven eight nine ten I mean, obviously, some people might say even higher, you know, and those people for sure. Uh, and when you're a 22 on a 0 to 10 scale, that's a problem. Yeah, Tammy Rodriguez just said an 8. Yeah, so we got to interrupt that cycle. And when we're a 7, 8, 9, or a 10, we come in and we help the digestive system by helping the stress management system. And so, again, you could eat the best foods and not digest it, absorb it, and use it because stress is high. So we have to understand that there are two factors, devoid soil that cause deficiencies and a lack of ability to digest efficiently on our end, uh, in our bodies. And so easy things to get your vitamin C levels up, as we're discussing that right now, is, um, you know, eat just vegetables, uh, all of the colorful rainbow. I mean, we've got cauliflower, tomatoes, eggplant, bell pepper, um, peppers, potatoes, um, uh, and then, of course, fruits, citrus, uh, you know, plants. Uh, we, we look at the, the, uh, the green leafy vegetables even have, you know, vitamin C components, but not the ascorbic acid that, you know, FDA says is um, legal tender for vitamin C. Uh, it, it, the thing going back to the limeys is you have to appreciate why do they have to have limes? I mean, why can't their body make the vitamin C? What was def depleting them so? And that's just the answer is their body does not make vitamin C. I call it the sinner's curse. When God kicked us out of the garden and, and due to sin, uh, he said he, we would have to work the ground, toil the ground to get any value out of the soil uh, and the plants of the ground. And what he was saying is there's things in the soil, there's things in our environment we're going to have to go and get we're going to have to forge. We're going to have to find in some capacity. And vitamin C is a substance that we do not make in our bodies. We have to find it, forge it, get it. And so we use a whole food Cataplex C product, a, a Camu Camu product, um, you know, to uh, a, a goji berries is another great one um, to get vitamin C levels completely, their whole complex up.
And the vitamin C complex I'm speaking of is tyrosinase, uh, vitamins P, K, and J, cofactors, flavonoids, bioflavonoids, ascorbic acid, and factors that make up the vitamin C complex that we haven't even discovered yet. And so you can't just rely on always a supplemental form unless you know it's from a whole food source and it has that full complex in it. Mm. So we only use uh, you know, a, a ascorbic acid type, um, bioflavonoid type of product if a person might be sick in the moment, but it is definitely not a wellness vitamin. And so we all, uh, you know, want to make sure people are doing, you know, healthy activities, having lemon ginger tea uh, every day, a lemon ginger tea, uh, putting a, a real lemon uh, ginger pieces in uh, hot water and letting it steep. Uh, it, it, you will extrapolate out blood quality building nourishment from vitamin C. And this is something easy people can do. One of my um, uh, uh, close friends, Renee McCain, she she uh, does this every day. I, n- I rarely have I seen her ever without a jar of ginger lemon water mm. every day. She drinks it. And, and that is good for lymphatics. It's good for blood flow. And it's good for getting aspects of that, ca- uh, that um, full complex C in her system. Uh, so... I've seen these because they have those diffusers with the water, right, where you can put, you know, different fruits fruits and stuff like that in the water and it diffuses into the water. The different types of fruit, what you're saying, the different types that you put in there can have a different effect. Is that what you're basically getting at? Well, yeah. So different fruits are going to be more concentrated in different types of uh, vitamins and minerals. And in this case, we're just talking about ginger and lemon. In, in order to stay in the vein of the vitamin C conversation. So again, if you're bruising easily, yep. bleeding gum syndrome, cardiovascular disease, um, I mean, these are signs and symptoms. I don't know. That Tonight, one blows my, yeah, now, now I understand. Your teeth, you're going to go, wait, it's not just me brushing too hard. So what if you... I, who says that I have bleeding gums, first of all? Well, I take care of my teeth. Well, I hope so, because it's the only t- pearly whites you got. Wow. You know, um, so let's move on. Do you experience <laughs> tiredness and, and fatigue often? Well, who doesn't? Right, right on. Uh, do you have uh, uh, unusually pale skin? Not your arms, Kurt. Don't be looking at your arms. Um, my, my farmer's tan. That's right. Do you experience hair loss <laughs> or thinning hair? Check, check, um, check. I'm, I'm just saying, do you experience shortness of, uh, well, no, not that one. We will do that one in a second. Uh, no, no, yeah. And do you experience shortness of breath going up and down stairs? Um, I mean, so who doesn't have some of these things? I've seen some of the elderly population struggle to get out of a chair uh, even or walk to the mailbox and back. Uh, these are signs of an iron deficiency. Iron? Oh, man. Well, interestingly about heme iron, uh, you have to have, again, very good digestion in order to cleave iron. Iron is a, what we call an, an inert substance that your body in the stomach has to cleave, correct, make better, make fittable to our body's needs, and, uh, and it customizes it. Your stomach acids customize the iron mineral in order to be used Take it from something that the body can't use, inert, to something the body can use for life. The blood, red blood cells, cannot be made without iron. Hmm. And so you will see uh, things like unusually pale skin or tired and fatigue or difficulty uh, with uh, hair loss or hair thinning or tired going up and down stairs, tired going to your mailbox, just in general always tired, like 
you're just always, always pushing yourself. Like, I don't know how I'm doing this, but oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I can barely even see out of my eyes. You know, I'm like squinting out of one eye to make it less, you know, painful to use two eyes. I mean, these are signs of, you know, this fatigue and iron is the culprit. And so we want to make sure first that we maximize your digestion, but we want to look and make sure that you don't have abnormal, you know, anemic patterns. You know, you know, there's, it's interesting. So one of the things that we're doing for Friday nights, you know, is setting up all these cables, all these cameras running and whatnot. And it's interesting the stadium at Texas City, like if you want to get in shape, like you run, run up the stadium, downstairs. running up and down those stairs. The other stadiums aren't as bad, but it feels like that one just steep, steep. And there's like little tiny steps. Yeah. So it's hard. Like it's hard on your body. Especially after if you're running. toting cables and cables and, and stuff. Right. But it's interesting. The first time we did it, I was really exhausted. Right. The second time, not so bad. That's right. The third time was exhausted again. So it's oh. just interesting that, you know, that, that maybe, it could have been. Maybe you were coming off one of those weekends where you didn't get some of that <clears throat> quote-unquote catch-up sleep. Right. And so it's just interesting. They were locking as, you away in that cave, and you weren't getting that sunshine. <laughs> as you're talking about the talk to your boss. the iron, <laughs> uh, talking about like some of those deficiencies. It's just that may be one of those reasons where maybe that workout was really difficult one day, where it wasn't difficult the day before. And I and and absolutely, like if you're like a, a female on their cycle have has this a lot. Uh, because a female cycle, they, they lose blood once a month. So because of that loss of blood, they have to be more mindful that maybe they don't have a full-blown anemia, uh, a diagnosable issue. They have a patterned anemia, meaning every time the cycle hits, they develop a lower blood count of red blood cells because they lose the iron they can't manufacture those red blood cells quickly they lose the oxygen capacity and and then maybe they you know also had stress in their life compounding it uh, maybe they got bad mm. sleep you know you start compounding things i noticed you know what you were describing at first sounded very normal like adaptation you, the first time was hard the second time was easier then it got to be where it was very easy you know um and but Whenever you have that cycle of hard, easy, hard, hard, easy, easy, hard, hard, those are a product of if you were to pattern out your day, your life, your week, you'd probably find that Thursday night you need to make darn sure you're going to bed on time. Oh, there's no chance. <laughs> right. You see, you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. It's like it'd be like performing. How do you get ready for a test the next day? Is you make sure you go to bed early or eat a healthy breakfast. You eat, you don't eat you know uh, a big you know, pizza cheat meal at 10 o'clock at night, the night before, you know, that's going to kind of keep your digestive system alert, your blood sugar too high. I mean, you, you want to make sure that you're doing the things that are supportive of a restful night of sleep so that you're ready for the hardcore workout the next day running up and downstairs. You know, going back to the, the cycle thing, uh, I always thought it was interesting for, for women athletics, you know, where I remember even when I was in high school, um, my cousin was a senior, was competing to go to state in track and field and was cycled and didn't perform the, at the level that she did all season long, was winning all season long, districts hit. She didn't qualify for state because of that one instance. It was just interesting to me. No, but, but look, that, that's – and so now watch this. 
had she and and I don't know the story. Right, right. right she right. could have been had the best coaches and the best <clears throat> team around her, and she would have been supplementing like a crazy woman. And and everything I'm about to say is null and void. But that oftentimes isn't the case. Oftentimes, had that person been under the care of a professional that knew. Hey, we've seen this pattern in you before. We know that the games are coming. We know that you got to be at your best. So we're going to do the lifestyle things, but we're also going to go ahead and support you based on because I have every female, uh, you know, that is cycling or not uh, that are that are young um, uh, to middle aged. Like I, I have them track their cycles on an app called Clue. You know, it's a free app. I know they have a paid version, but the 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 free app I can leverage and use to help a person understand their cycling pattern. Mm -hmm. and, and they can ask all the Dr. Chopper questions, how their bowels move, how their skin is oily, do they feel spunky and ready to, uh, to rock and roll, or are they like down in the dumps and just want to crawl under a cover and not come out and live in that cave? Right. Um, I, I can ask them you know, about their their body habits during those se this, the whole 30-day you know, cycling season, between 25 and 30 days or so. And, and interestingly enough, what I discover is patterns. And, and if so, if I had a patient like that under my wing, I'd be like, okay, you know, you got a, a competition this weekend. You got a tournament this weekend. You got the games this weekend. You got to be at your best. Your, your cycle is going to be when? This weekend. Okay. We're going to start loading you up on minerals. And we use a product that is uh, loaded with beef liver. It's loaded with, uh, you know, good heme iron that the body can use and leverage uh, sweet potatoes um, you know, in order to get the uh, uh, the iron levels up at in such a way that we can outperform the deficiency coming with the cycle and that's what we would do I have patients in their comments it says on your cycle double down on uterine support double down on liver support double, double down on iron support and, ma and maximize that blood quality because if the blood quality is where we need it, they don't have those symptoms, and that's cool. So some good natural sources of iron if you are dealing with uh, shortness of breath, if you are dealing with hair loss or hair thinning, if you are dealing with pale skin, if you are uh, <clears throat> abnormally pale skin, abnormally, I mean, <laughs> for those gingers out there that have just really white, white, white skin, um, might not apply uh, but if you experience tiredness and fatigue often and you like liver, best source ever of heme iron. Uh, your body loves the li uh, loves liver uh, for the, its source of iron. Uh, you know, uh, oysters and clams. Now, you know, I'm not quite sure who actually discovered that they can pop open an oyster and just like lick snot out of it and call it like, mmm, that's delicious. But man... Oysters are rich, rich, rich in protein, amino really? acids, zinc, iron, mm -hmm. very robust, easy, you know, uh, healthy calories uh, for a person to consume. Clams, um, grass-fed beef uh, is a great one. Uh, looking at eggs, obviously organic, farm-raised, uh, locally purchased, you know, supporting your local farmers and your local chicken. Not corn-fed beef. Uh Ideally not, uh, because um, the the, the uh, cows were not designed to eat grain. 
Okay, uh, and so they they were, however, designed to eat grass. And in the olden days, whenever we were looking at cows, um, cows that farmed uh, that that lived off the grassy lands, they had higher, richer uh, meat in omega threes and nines. Today, they're higher and richer in omega-6s, which omega-6 isn't in and of itself a bad thing. It just needs to be in what we call a healthy ratio. Uh, when we do an omega-quant test in our office, and if you've never done it, I mean, for 70 bucks, you can find out you know, what your omega-level ratios look like. Omega-6 to omega-3s uh, should be a 6 to 1 ratio uh, at a bare, bare minimum. But in our culture, it's about a 35 to 1 which means that when you have excessive amount of imbalance, omega-6 to omega-3, you are inflamed. You are prone to injury. You are prone to headache. You are prone to, uh, to your body uh, wearing out faster than if you were in that ratio of 6 to 1 or 4 to 1. Have omega right. six to omega three. So again, it's not that omega sixes are bad. It's just that when they're excessively out of range, they're pro 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 inflammation, meaning they are pro producers of inflammation. So like the wind blows, you blow you 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 know suck in some air and it inflames your tissues in your in your in your nose. You know histaminic responses, oxalate you know reactions. Um, you know the body just sensitive hypersensitive to different foods and it shouldn't be. Um, you know, those are those types of indicators. Uh, but absolutely, you want a grass-fed animal uh, if you're going to eat it. Grass, you know, uh, now chickens, they can, you know, uh, take that corn. They can take the seed. They can take the little worms out of the ground. But you still want them pecking around on the ground. You still don't, you don't want to be feeding them a bunch of, you know, a synthetic nutrients. Because guess what? I got patients. <laughs> they can't do soy and they can't do eggs. Because oftentimes the chickens are fed soy-based additive foods. Hmm. Whoa! You, how in the world can you be that sensitive that the chicken meat is obviously contaminated with soy uh, from what they eat? Because you become what you eat, right? Um, the eggs are b contaminated, and all of a sudden now you're having these negative responses, and you don't. If somebody tells you, "Oh, you're you're so you having a soy allergy." Oh, I'm sorry. You know, because you're having a soy allergy, you got to go off soy. But then they, the symptoms don't go away. Oh, it's because they're eating eggs. The incredible edible egg now is a poison to them because what the type of egg they're buying is got this synthetic garbage in it. All I'm thinking about right now, Doctor Chapa, yeah. is me like a chicken nugget. Because you are what you eat, so I'm just thinking of me looking like a chicken nugget. Yeah. <laughs> the dinosaur, the dino nuggets. <laughs> I'm sitting back in my chair and thinking, you said it. You said it. Uh-huh. Okay. So here's some vegetarian sources of iron. Uh, pumpkin seeds, oatmeal. Um, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those. Uh, there's some other ones, too. I just drew a blank on what they were. Uh, darn it. I had them. Anyway, okay. So there, there are some. Um, oh, of course, iron. Hello, spinach is a green leafy vegetables are a big one. Uh, and so they're not. These these have to be broken down really well. So you have to have very good superior digestion in order to maximize the vegetarian blends. But at the end of the day, if you don't like some of these products, guess what? We have supplemental forms of it as well that are whole food based that are going to give you the quality of iron you need. That even if you don't have adequate digestion, we can help make sure that you're able to maximize absorption. 
and that's an important thing when we're looking at iron uh, deficiencies. So again, if you're having issues of you know fatigue going up and down stairs, generalized fatigue all day long, mental clarity dysfunction where you just can't think clearly, your hair is falling out, your hair is thinning, you feel like your skin is abnormally like just doesn't look right. You don't have that health the healthy look. You look white as a ghost, you know, and it's not because you haven't been outside. These are signs, again, of iron deficiencies. So what about symptoms like poor night vision? Oh, or dry skin, or they slow, you have slow wound healing, like you get a cut and it takes forever to heal. I have a question about night vision. Yeah. Um, night vision, about night vision. Yes. No, at night when you're driving, am I the only one that has the like lines when you look at lights? Well, it's interesting uh, that you say that. Uh, no, you're definitely not the um, only one. But that's is that normal? No, you should not see halos around lights. You shouldn't see uh, what um, star was effects. It? Is it stars? Was it, was or? it? Yes. Remember Starry Nights? I think it was Van Gogh. Was that Van Gogh? <laughs> Man, I can't remember. I think my wife would know because she's an art history girl. But I mean, um, they that that painting actually uh, was a a conversation piece of our weekend recently, where um, he was um, consuming this this herb that his doctor was giving him that was thinning his blood, that was def- causing a vitamin A deficiency, that was causing him to see blurry vision in the lights and with those little lines in it. And he was drawing exactly what he saw, not exactly what was. Because people that can see clearly can obviously say that starry nights doesn't, that's not how a star looks in the sky that has a you know bright middle with a halo around it. Yeah, I hate it, driving at night now because it, it, I feel like I see any red light, it's like a, a star. Yeah, that is a vitamin A deficiency. So again, back to the you know you have a symptom of deficiency at your thirty four years of age, and so this happens to people all along their lifespan, and we just chalk it up to well this is normal for me, or we chalk it up to I don't really know what to do about it, so I'm not going to do anything about it. Instead of asking the questions and finding people that know, and and we've got to get people involved in this conversation. Like okay, if you're a slow wound healer. Um, and you see weird things around uh, lights, or your eyes are dry all the time, that is an indication that you have, or dry skin, a vitamin A deficiency. So we've got a, a potential issue on our hand. Is it a deficiency or is it a um, an actual organ malfunction? The liver is really rich in vitamin A, so you mm. can imagine one of the foods that we got to get into is liver, and um, and then we, we, we look at the... The, the liver from a perspective of health and function and vitality if the liver is congested. So what am I a big fan of? Detoxification. What am I detoxing? The liver. I want to make sure that the liver is performing at its best, to path, all the pathways, phase one to phase two, to, to excretion. I want to get rid of fat-soluble compounds that need to be excreted through the water-soluble ports. And the only way to do that is to make sure that your liver is optimized. And so we can help people optimize liver function by getting simply their vitamin A levels back up. And so if you're, st- and we want to look at, uh, you know, people know that um, uh, beta carotene is you know good for the eyes, but it's really retinol, the active form of vitamin A. And so you can't just, you know, rely on beta carotene supplements to get your eyes back in alignment or your skin back in alignment. Or if you've heard stories that, you know, 
of pre- prenatal care, uh, prenatal care is always worried about high vitamin A levels because it can cause birth defects in, in children. So women oftentimes yeah. will come in and they're worried or afraid to take prenatals or vitamins that potentially could cause vitamin A toxicity. Well, that's because they're taking the wrong kind. If they're taking what God intended, like you're not going to get too much vitamin A from fish oil. Good luck. You know, um, I mean, n- number one, it's the active form. Number two, um, it, it, so the body can use it. Number two, that the the fats of the fish will prevent you from overdosing on it. Mm-hmm. You have fat has a built-in satisfying effect on our bodies. If I give you an eight-ounce steak, you're 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 more prone to be full after that eight ounces than if I gave you you know a forty-two ounce popcorn and a 32 ounce coke and you go and suck those you know things down and you could go man eh, i could get me another half coke and another you know 15 20 ounces of popcorn heck i might even be able to do another 32 you it's know when you do like the, 50 hot dog challenge eating oof, challenge yeah well that's a different uh, conversation altogether <laughs> i can only imagine i like to see the aftermath of what their bodies do like the next five days who is that guy that keeps winning i don't know every year it's some it's little like skinny ronnie dude that can i mean he's 18 years talk in about a row come what you eat you know, he is a hot dog. Um, so, but I mean, literally, H O T D O double G, baby, hot dog. Um, all right, so we've got, you know, uh, lamb liver, we've got chicken liver, we've got fish oils, very good. Uh, salmon, fantastic source of vitamin A. Of course, butter, fantastic form of active vitamin A. And people are afraid of eating butter or ghee. Well, no, just make sure that you're getting an organic, uh, you know, quality, uh, high quality source of butter. You know, um, go find you some Amish butter rolls. Go get you some of the Kerrygold butter. Get you something that you see that says it's organic. Yeah, pay a couple extra bucks for it. And, and because the fat is where the toxins are stored. So if you're buying poor quality butter, you're getting possibly toxic fat as your topping Whenever fat can be a blessing to you, you're buying the rancid form or the garbage form or the one contaminated. Sweet potatoes are rich in vitamin A. Uh, Kale uh, and radishes, carrots, of course, bell peppers, Swiss chard, fantastic forms. you know, so vitamin A, again, if you've got dry skin, if you're night vision issues, th- those are indicator lights, big indicator lights. Or if you've got signs and symptoms of issue in the liver, high liver enzymes, if you've got high cholesterol, if you've got high triglycerides, these are uh, other factors, biochemical markers that indicate the that the vitamin A levels are not where they need to be. So what about you know, more symptoms. I mean, the list is long. I mean, people are curious about what the body is telling them. Do you have a hard time focusing? Uh Uh-oh. Do you have a weak immune system? Uh Uh-oh. Do you have stubborn face acne or body acne? Or do you have a weak weak digestive immunity? Uh, I keep jumping to these, like, scenarios where I think you're going to say, do you have a stubborn face? Oh, well, <laughs> but, but then you added acne and I'm like, I'm so glad he added acne because I would have been like, do I have a stubborn face? <laughs> like I started thinking that. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. We could poll the audience. The, the audience could help us understand and see, you do know, I have a stubborn do, do you face? have a stubborn face? Uh, but these are signs and symptoms that uh, or, or white spots on your fingernails uh, that zinc is an issue. And so if you have white spots on your nails or a weak immune system Acne, stubborn acne that kind of won't go away very well, um, a weak immunity or a hard time focusing, zinc is a number one mineral that we want to look at. 
And, and people don't realize zinc has over 300 different jobs in the body. So, wow, zinc. We have a simple test in our office, a little zinc taste test, and yeah. we can uh, have somebody swish it around, and if they taste nothing, they have zinc levels are low. If they taste something, their zinc levels are high. Now, it can be you know a, a misconstrued test if they're smokers because smoking actually will suck out the minerals out of their, um, their body into their mouth to neutralize the uh, acidity of the smoke activate their tonsils and immunity and so they'll actually taste a bitter substance and it gives them a false um, safe that their zinc levels where they need to be we always know that if you know we're doing things that are toxic to our body that we're going to have a higher need for certain minerals and zinc is one of those minerals we did the zinc test one time it's interesting it's just yeah it's, it's, it tastes like water for most people 95 mm. out of 100 people will taste nothing and, uh, and that means that people are walking around with uh, weak immunities, weak nails, uh, weak digestive systems. Uh, they're, they're seeing their body, again, break down too quickly. And so zinc is an easy thing to start balancing out and working with. And we, of course, you know, use, I found lately that if I mix zinc, D, um, C with quercetin and N-acetylcysteine, I can get some of my zinc levels up pretty quickly. I use a product in my office called Q-Force for that. Hmm. And, um, and and if you know, you know paid attention during COVID, uh, when you put that little package together, the quercetin and the N-acetylcysteine are great for popping uh, livers, uh, uh, popping viruses loose in the liver so that uh, viruses can't get stationary or settle down into the tissues very deep and that body can quickly get them out and then with the c the d and um and uh and the vitamin uh, um and, and the zinc that comes in and helps upregulate the immune system from deteriorating too quickly and keeping the immune system from uh, being weak now it can be strong and purge the virus and, and knock it out of the park so it doesn't come into our bodies. And so when we look at that product, it's one of my favorites for getting people's zinc levels, Q-Force, back in alignment. Uh, so again, foods that are high in zinc. Pumpkin mm -hmm. seeds. Oh, I love pumpkin seeds. Watermelon sprouts, very uh, rich in zinc. Again, back to that grass-fed beef, uh, you know, grass-fed chicken, fantastic, you know, whole... Um, whole eggs that are locally raised and and farm fresh so to speak um, again they're talking about zinc and foods that can help get your zinc levels back up mushrooms salmon uh, who doesn't like shellfish you know like crabs and shrimp uh, very you know rich in zinc uh, legumes and of course everybody's favorite dark chocolate oh yeah uh, not only do you get that kind of dopamine whoo, uh, hit you also get some zinc out from it so what about trouble falling asleep? Oh, the restlessness at night that people crawl in bed and they feel their bodies aching. They get, you know, knots up in their neck and upper back. Um, if they have, you know, constant muscle cramps throughout the day. I mean, I've, I've talked about it in the past, you know, that it's, it's, it's sad and funny at the same time to watch people have, you know, Charlie horses. Um, because, I mean, at first you're, the, it, the first time you see it, it's so, like, spastic. That you just laugh at it, and then you realize, oh, that person's really suffering. You My know? dad, and, and it's would not a funny situation. Walk around in the middle of the night. I remember probably like at least once a month, like in pain, like because he was cramping up. And and, and God's tranquilizer, calcium magnesium deficiency. This is where we come and we support the body with calcium magnesium. Uh, magnesium and calcium. In the right ratios, become God's number one tranquilizer, muscle relaxer, and and and, and talk about you know I take a, a little bit of magnesium um, at bedtime, 
And, man, it helps the bowels move wonderful in the morning. It helps the body kind of go into that rest and digest state and detoxify during the night, giving the body a little extra minerals before bed. Um, I'll take something called Mintran to kind of settle my my thoughts so that my mind just kind of, you know, I just let it go. And I breathe it off. And the body can literally feel alive and vibrant uh, just by helping, uh, you know, reduce the mineral load um, that, you know, I've put, I've been on my feet all day, you know, I've been awake all day and it's notorious for people to crawl in bed and to start feeling the agitation in their feet and their calves. And, and that's because they finally got parallel. Blood is not moving quite as, you know, crisp as it was because they're not wiggling, walking around, moving. They're starting to settle. And so they, um, uh, that, that those minerals, those oxygen, uh, isn't getting down to those tissues as effectively and it's because their minerals are low and deficient and depleted and i find that you know for people that work out and train or very active standing job on their feet all day every day or boots that are real tight around their uh, feet and ankles all day long shoe coffins if we like i like to call them um you know these types of people have a higher demand for these types of minerals magnesium and uh, calcium so again, if you've got muscle cramps and or upper neck and back pain, I mean, who doesn't come in to a massage therapy session and go, yeah, always carry my stress, right, right, it's right, and they can't quite reach it, you know, it's right on that shoulder blade, and, um, and, and they're pointing at it, though, and, and who doesn't, you know, feel better when somebody rubs and works that out? Well, you should do a little bit of calcium magnesium powder before the session. You should do a little calcium magnesium powder coming out of the session in order to make sure that those muscles that are, you know, being cleaned out, uh, also getting rehydrated or remineralized with that fresh nutrients as the blood has been moved around. That's a powerful gift and tool, um, you know, just sitting right in our back pocket. And I think that people just, they don't, they don't leverage it well enough. So again, we use Mintran for that. We use calcium magnesium powder for that. And it's just a little chalky powder. It doesn't taste like anything. I just throw a little bit back, give some to my kids even. Um, it works great with fevers. It, it works great with, um, you know, immune challenges as well, just like the zinc. Um, you've got to make sure that your mineral levels, zinc and calcium, magnesium, uh, and more are in ratio balance, helping to maximize the vitality of your immunities um, and so that your body, when faced with bacterias, faced with viruses, faced with parasites, pa faced with uh, even chemical issues from the you know hard waters that we're uh, bathing our bodies in, uh, the chlorinated water uh, that we're sitting and swimming in during the summers, uh, the the stuff we breathe in, the food quality, you know, the, the the things we put in our bodies that have metals, chemicals, preservatives, processing in, involved in it due to industrialization can create a need for higher minerals because for every metal chemical that your body has exposed to, it takes two to three minerals to escort that turkey out the body. So you're losing minerals on the regular. Minerals are getting used up for basic function. And without minerals, it's like having all this wonderful technology and us unplugging it. No, good technology with no power is useless, right? Hmm. And so we've got a big need for minerals to be present in our body so that we can uh, keep the lights on, so to speak, the energy pipes running and moving and flowing healthily uh, and for all basic functions to continue day in and day out. Because remember, your body doesn't take a break like, you know, you might. And so this is just another wonderful gift. So, you know, as we continue this, you know, talk today around nutritional deficiencies, you know, I just remind people that, you know, when you, you might hear it at first and think to yourself, then this is a lot. 
You know, like how do you manage all of that? Well, this is what we do at Living Well Clinical Nutrition mm. Center is we're giving people a plan of attack. We're helping them prioritize where they need to focus for the month or two. Uh, we need to help them see what, you know, I had a guy call that I hadn't talked to uh, a couple months uh, that had uh, 30 uh, kidney stones passed in the last two months. Didn't call me. I'm like, oh, you got to call me. You got to let me know when this stuff happens, you know, awful. because we got to a point where, you know, he was doing really well and life was doing really great. So we spaced him out and uh, but he got dehydrated. I mean, think about the last two months, how hot it was. And um, and so his system was on overload. And I, I suspect that he got dehydrated a few times. One of the number one causes. And, you know, he we already know he's kind of got some issues around purine foods, gout containing foods, uh, gout causing foods. And um, and so I think that was also contributing to the type of stones that he has. And uh, and and we had also started, um, you know, uh, have to started back cleansing uh, his body of um, uh, of the stones through high dose phosphorus and, and carbamide in order to help open up those channels and flush, flush, flush any other sediment and debris that's stuck in that man's poor kidneys out so that he is not you know, continually to suffer. I mean, to have that many stones in, in two months' time is, as you could imagine, it was painful for him. You know, he had a, yeah. a pretty rough one. But again, at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, I mean, we have answers to that kind of stuff. Like, if you've got weird ails, if you have weird situations that crop up, pop up, that you're uncomfortable with, understand you've just crossed over what I drew out earlier in my analogy of symptom land. You've crossed into that symptom pattern place that can be brought down by deburdening the body of bad foods that you're eating, uh, not enough water that you're getting. Uh, you remember, what you eat is important, but what you don't eat don't eat is more important. So we've got to play that game and look at your lifestyle. We got to look at your stress load. We got to appreciate that the nutrient the quality of the food is not where it used to be. So you know, staying in that conversation, how are we going to help people stay healthy? all the days of their life and recognize the signs, the symptoms, the pains that their body is crying out and what can we associate as a fix? Because oftentimes, too often, it's a fix that we can remedy very easily, very effortlessly with no side effects that's not a drug, that's not in surgery, uh, and your body is craving it. So we want to teach you how your body is breaking down, why your body is breaking down, and most importantly, give you a solution to how to fix it. That could be food, like we've talked about today. That could be like vitamins and minerals, uh, like we've talked about today. And we can intervene and get all those factors playing in your part so that you've got a eight-cylinder motor running on all eight cylinders, running at its best. Pre peak performance, that's the name of the game. That's how we live long. That's how we maximize the vitality curve. And at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, man, that's what I get really fired up about. And so visit us at uh, justlivewell.com. Give us a phone call, 281-554-8600. We're here every week, you know, live um, in the studio. We also have a, a podcast where we have all your social media platforms available where you can listen, download, and take an opportunity to share this information with your friends, family, and loved one. Because I know for sure that somebody in your world could benefit from it. And just as a reminder, you know, November 12th is coming up, and we've got a, a fun run that Living Well and Anchor Point Ministries has teamed up in order to uh, you just promote movement. If the dude don't move, 
the dude don't groove. The dude don't groove. And so we want to make sure that you're you know tuned into that and that you're a part of that. And in um, we can get you registered easily if you uh, just get a hold of Anchor Point Ministries and dot org, and they will get you set up, and you can waddle across the finish line with. Uh, Miss Debbie and I, and we're going to have just a lot of fun, uh, you know, teaming up with her in the fun run to health and uh, just what she's doing over there at Anchor Point for life and babies and caring for, uh, you know, parents that are adopting kids and kids that have been adopted. It's a special thing. So anyway, um, I'm excited about what is going on in the Living Well world, and uh, we look forward to more of this great conversations with you, your friends, your family, and your loved ones. God bless you guys and have a fantastic and wonderful day. Coming up on KHEA Radio, Riley Clemens, Godsend. You're listening to 99.5 FM KHEA Radio.